0: Hello my friend and welcome back to Be Coming With Me, Lauren Ricks. Before we jump into today's episode, I do want to remind you of the special giveaways that are happening in December. So first off is the share, tag, leave a review giveaway for the podcast. So if you Share an episode and tag me in it. Your name will go into a drawing for a fun goodie bag of so many fun little things that I have found at the boutique I am working at. I'm going to put together a little holiday self-care goodie bag for the winner. So you can get your name in there by doing that, sharing and tagging me with you, sharing the, the podcast episode. The other way is to leave a review on Um, my podcast, and to be able to do that so I can see it in time, I need you to leave the review, take a screenshot, and then send it to me via Instagram or via my email, which is laurenricksfit at gmail.com. That is the first giveaway that's happening. The second giveaway that's happening is if you join Becoming My Membership in the month of December, your name will also go into a giveaway for another goodie basket. So kind of the same vibe, but for my membership. So if that is something you've been thinking of this month is a month to get in and get your name in a goodie basket for get your name in the giveaway for a goodie basket. Oh my gosh, words. So I just wanted to remind you of those that are happening this month and let's get into today's episode. Hey, ambitious mama! Welcome to Becoming with Lauren Ricks. I am so excited and so honored you are here. This podcast is for you if you are an on-the-go mompreneur looking for a different way of doing life and business—a more God-centered way that feels aligned with how you want to show up in this season of life you are in right now. Because I see you, mama, hustling around the clock, burnt out, and missing out on all the moments that you thought you would see because you can't let go of the hustle. There is a different way and in this podcast we will cover conversations about God and your faith, being an entrepreneur, all things mother, and out of the box thinking. I cannot wait to take you on this journey with me. hello and welcome back to becoming so i wanted to uh, jump on here quick before this episode and let you know a little bit about it before we jump into it this is actually a recording that me and my friend emma did in our playground um group and we talk all about doing holidays your way and just tips and tricks to really have a relaxing Joyful holiday season. So, I really hope you enjoy this. I would love to hear from you. Make sure that you tag me on Instagram, tag me, leave a review, check out the show notes to find Emma if you resonate with her. And let's get into today's episode.
1: Tonight, Lauren and I are going to be talking about the holidays since Christmas is coming up in a few weeks and around the idea of doing the holidays your way. Cause like it is such a time of tradition, but there's also a lot of, I guess, potential and opportunity for us to really like make it how we want. And I feel like most of us, if not all of us in this group are moms or will be moms one day. So having a family and having little kids is a really good chance to like reevaluate the holidays and also just like at different stages as like our kids are at different ages and everything um, mm-hmm. to see what would feel good for us.
0: Right. And I think one of the biggest things with this topic is like understanding you can do it differently. Right. And I, and I don't know if this is easier for me to say now, because we're so far from our families, like all of our families live up in Northern Minnesota. We're down in Southern Texas. So like, there's like a 22 hour difference. So like, it's not just, oh, let's go over to grandma's house. Right. So we don't have that conflict of like, where are we going to go? Do we have to try and see everybody? Um, but True. I remember- different we, perspectives that way. Yeah.
1: Family, like multiple sets of family close by.
0: Right. Yeah. So this is going to be an interesting, I feel like a really good conversation because you can bring that aspect of like, what are you guys going to do with everybody close and how do you navigate that? I remember when, I mean, we had, <clears throat> we had obviously Christmases when we lived back up there in Minnesota and how we did that but I remember how tiring it was like we 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 wanted to be everywhere and that meant us staying at like Nick's parents for a little while for a couple nights and then my parents for a couple nights and then like sleeping arrangements and like all this stuff and it was exhausting for sure um yeah
1: and so- I feel like for so many of us like the holidays has become this like really busy time and like some of us who are like more extroverted or like craving that that can feel really good and then some of us who are more introverted or just like need some downtime to recharge like it can be a lot so and I feel like this is something that happens every year and I feel like I talk to my friends about it every year and it's like okay like what like what's your plan for this year and like we're always trying to like think of ways to like even just like protect our energy or just like tune in more to what we do want so um and there's just like so many ways to handle it right so I feel like it's like proactive to be talking about this now as we're making plans and like family are like starting to ask about you know
0: wanting to like get different events sorted Mm -hmm. and I think that's important to just be aware of like are you somebody who you're craving that like family time and like wanting to see everybody and if you are I think this just came to me of like talking about um like if you're somebody who're like we're gonna have like we go to everybody's house and we like to see everybody like my spouse's side and my side and like oh my grandparents are still alive so we're gonna go see them because they have a big shindig with everybody there and like you want to do that because that's that was me like I wanted to see everybody but I also then let go of like expectations in other areas in the sense of like having to have everything put together or like bringing everything or, um, I don't know, I, I guess letting go of how things needed to be, like how I thought things needed to be, kind of like let go of those expectations. So things just kind of like, flowed. If that makes any sense, not that I was less exhausted, but I didn't ever feel like overwhelmed and busy in a bad way because I didn't have all these expectations on how Christmas needed to go. If that Mm -hmm. makes sense, you know, I guess that could be like the perspective shift. My, my perspective shift was different. My perspective on it was different of like, why? And this was one of the questions I had is like, what do the holidays mean for you? like, why do you love the holidays? Is it the busyness, the overdoing, the doing of all the things, or is it really like the family connection? And if it's the family connection, then it's like, how can you let go of all the doing things to really connect and be with your family?
1: Right. I like that way of like envisioning what it can look like. Cause I think like Mm -hmm. I think what comes up a lot is like the busyness aspect of it. Right. And then thinking, okay, like how much do I want to have on my plate and how much, you know, space do what I want to leave. But I like where you're going with that. Cause like, you're also bringing in like, I guess like the values associated with it and we can tap into something else, like not just like how busy we want to be, but how do we want to feel in that time and how do we want to be intentional with our time so that we can enjoy it as much as possible and then like kind of creating a plan around that to protect it and like also make it come to life and I feel like that's what we want to do tonight in this chat and like we love bringing in like anecdotes and like our personal stories into things but also for you guys watching to come away with maybe some like tangible strategies that you can you know, put into place. And then if there's anything that you guys do as well, or have any good strategies, share those in the comments because I feel like we can all learn from each other's ideas.
0: For sure. Um, one of the things, and I know we're going to talk about a, a bunch of different topics tonight along the lines of like making the holidays your own. But one of them, one question I have and most of mine are questions. I'm such a question asker. Um, is this, I guess it's not a question it's a question, but it's also like a statement, like decide how you want Christmas. Like I think sometimes so many of us, we just go into it, just doing what we've always done. And if, if you're one who's like, you complain about it being so busy, look at how you actually want your Christmas holiday to be. And how can you start like shifting things, right? What things can you let go of that you're like, I don't know why I do this. Like, I don't know why I do this. I don't know why I Christmas shop the day before Christmas. I don't know why I say I'll bring all the things. I don't know why, you know, like looking at the things we do ahead of time. And like Emma said, being proactive about it instead of it being Christmas and being so frazzled and feeling like you're not even enjoying it. So how do you want your holidays to be? What would be like ideal? Do you like having all the gatherings in one day? Do you like spreading them out? Like maybe you can have a say in like, oh, can we spread some holidays out with your family and be like, we have this gathering here. Can we have this one, you know, like the next week or whatever. And like trying to have like a say. in when you're going to have them, if you like them spread out, maybe you're somebody who you like to have them together. Um, And then another question, which is another reflective question is really what does it look like to be calm, peaceful, and actually enjoy the holidays instead of running around like a chicken with your head cut off. <laughs> so, like, what does that actually look like for you? It's gonna be different for every single person. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, were we talking about this before we got on? The introvert and extrovert thing. I, I already forgot. So it's that. Kind of, we were talking about this before we got on, as like maybe for the extrovert, being around all the people feels calm and peaceful and they really enjoy that. But the introvert who's like, I just want to like be at home and like do small gatherings. That is calm and peaceful and they enjoy that. So it's like really looking at that and how you can like honor yourself throughout the holidays and not just like appeasing to what everybody else wants and pushing what you want aside.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And I think that rolls right into like boundaries, how you wanted to talk about boundaries.
1: Yeah, I feel like when I was thinking about this topic, I was like, boundaries is something even that I've slowly been putting in place over the years and and like around like Christmas specifically, just some examples that I can think of, like something that's really important to me is having Christmas morning with my kids and my husband, like just us to enjoy that time together. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's like such like a special, like magical morning to have, right? And so just like the calm of it, just being our family I really really love that so I've kind of put like boundaries in place around that just to protect that time and like that's like a desire of mine right um and so yeah just like with family I schedule you know things with them at other times right and then keep that that's like one little boundary I guess um mm-hmm. that I have and then with having really little kids um, another boundary I set, or I guess it was also like a decision that I made over the past few years, was that I wasn't going to be the one to cook Christmas dinner. Mm-hmm. So, even though like my house is often like the gathering house where people come, I was just like, people are welcome, but I'm not cooking Christmas dinner because I was like thinking of what it was like. Like last year, I hadn't, it was like six months old, right? Six month old and two and a half year olds. And I was just like, that doesn't sound fun to me to like be spending all morning in the kitchen like I actually just like want to enjoy this time like I'll probably be tired (laughs) you know and I just like want to have it as calm as possible um and so like other people like made the food and like brought it and like I asked for support that way right I was like would love Mm -hmm. to see you guys not interested in doing a turkey dinner like what else can we do? And like for me it was about that like connection and be able to like sit down with everyone. Whereas sometimes it is like rewarding and like kind of fun to like host and do like a turkey. Right. Um but also just like tuning into the season of motherhood that you're in and like not taking too much on to your plate if it's not going to feel like good and supportive to you.
0: Right. Right. I love that. And I think that like almost like potlucky a little bit where it's like people yeah. bring everything I love that because it's like everybody brings something different um that's yeah. kind of how we always have done Christmas at my grand at both my grandparents places like everybody gathers at my grand like I have two living grandparents still like at their houses but everybody brings a different dish and it's so fun it's so fun yeah and I think about like oh my gosh Boundaries for us look a little different because the last three years we've been states away from our parents, you know? So like, I, even I think about when we live two hours away, like I would have loved to have the boundary of like Christmas day, waking up in our house, but sometimes that wasn't feasible. Like last year we were last year, Christmas day, we were up at the book crack of Dawn and we were traveling back to Utah from Minnesota. <laughs> like <laughs> christmas day we were in the airport mm-hmm. um the year before that christmas day i think we woke up in our own house and we had it at our own house which was really nice the year before that we were at nick's parents i think for christmas so like for us and i think the kids there's little enough yet where they don't maybe like understand like oh it's Christmas Day Grayson's getting there now but I don't know if Parker really like would understand like oh it's a different a, means a different day right
1: mm-hmm. um
0: but I think about like a Christmas tradition we had growing up was when we set up the Christmas tree we would always sleep under the Christmas tree and that was something where like my mom had asked us this year like are you guys gonna sleep under the Christmas tree and I was like no that sounds like horrible like <laughs> would they sleep under the Christmas tree like. I just like in my head, I think about my two children, just like fighting and not sleeping and it'd be like miserable. (laughs) Right. I don't know. And I like, I haven't heard of that one before
1: when you first did, I was like, that is so cute with like the lights and like the sleeping bags. And then you're talking about like, what it would actually look like. I'm like, oh yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You'd have to be
1: the most comfy
0: sleep. (laughs) No, I know. I could just imagine like they'd be in our bed. I'm sure. Like. I don't know. I don't know how we did it. Maybe we were older. I don't know. Um, Plus, Santa took the presents out. Yeah. Well, it was when we set up the Christmas tree. Oh, okay. So it wasn't oh, always Christmas like Eve. okay, okay, right like Christmas Eve. Um, okay. But yeah, like our boundaries are different because we are like all over the place. So I yeah. think it's like just looking at where you are with your family too, and like this year is going to be different. I don't know if we'll have. Anybody here will just, it'll be us at our house again, Um, which is kind of fun to like set up your own Christmas and do like your own Mm -hmm. holidays. But it's also one of those things where it's like, I'm somebody who loves like family gatherings and like seeing everybody. So it's hard for my extrovert part of me to be like, where's like this connection? And then we have to entertain our children who we entertain all the time. Like, right. Um, Yeah,
1: it's like something different and it's like an event to like have people get mm-hmm. together so I can see how you know you would miss that when you're not close you
0: know not nearby your family right right yeah What well, so you said you guys normally have like you have people come to your house for things for Thanksgiving Often, too but
1: kind of like you every year is a bit different whereas I know mm-hmm. like some people they have you know like every second year they like trade off mm-hmm. families or you know they have mm-hmm. like things that are pretty set in stone with my family um we have things usually on like different days. So like, I'll see my mom one day, my dad, another day and my in-laws another day. And like, we have like close family friends that we always get together with. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've like made it so that Christmas day doesn't have to be like the only day like it. And you can still like celebrate Christmas on a, on a different day, which right. has been nice, for having like multiple sets of family that we see right you know right um, but yeah we have like some little traditions that even we've kept from my childhood I think that's really fun to even look back and see what were like the things about childhood and Christmas that like seemed magical to me and like mm-hmm. how can I which ones do I want to decide to bring forward now and like some of the little things are like on Christmas Eve my mom would always get us like one present to open it was always pajamas Mm -hmm. and I thought Mm -hmm. it was just like always fun to like wear new pajamas to bed on Christmas Eve um and my dad would always read us um the night before Christmas Mm -hmm. and so I got like a really nice night before Christmas book and now we read that to my kids you know even though they like don't necessarily understand yet but like keeping that tradition alive and then something else my mom did on Christmas was um, she would keep like one little present until like the night or even sometimes I think the next day and she would like whip it out which was just always like so fun because you mm. know like the hustle and like the excitement of Christmas morning was so fun and then we like played with the toys all day and then it was just like one little extra so it's kind of fun
0: like the yeah. next day like oh here's an extra one yeah that's cool I like that yeah I- I feel like, my gosh, I have the worst memory in thinking about like, we used to do where we'd open a present before like Christmas Eve, or like, as we got older, we used to always be able to talk my parents into like opening all the presents from them that were under the Christmas tree. Ooh. And then, so it'd be like a couple, you know, it'd be like more than one, but then the Santa would bring the rest the next day and we'd open stockings the next day. Um, You know, and as I think about it, we always did Christmas Eve and woke up in our beds. As long as I can remember, like we woke up and did Christmas day in the morning at our house always, but my grandparents only lived an hour away. So if we did Christmas Eve at one of their houses, we always would drive home. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't remember what, like what other ones. And I think the cool thing is like, you guys, once you're like building and like growing and raising a family, you guys can decide like what you want for your traditions, you know. So like Emma said, like she has strong, strong boundaries about like Christmas Day, we're we're home or Christmas morning, we're home. I think the most important part is like being aware of like how you want to change things and how you like how you want Christmas to be, right? Or the holidays to be. Um, and everything doesn't have to be on holiday like on Christmas Day. There's another question I thought of when you were talking. Um, I would like to know, this is what it was you guys in the comments, like, what is one of the biggest things that stress you out through the holidays? Like, I feel like what I've been hearing from like the women I've been talking to is like, I can't find any time for me through the holidays. So I would love to hear like down in the comments, like, what are you finding is your biggest struggle or has been your biggest struggle through the holidays and like comment it down below. Cause I feel like that could be something we could like go back and forth on and, and talk about Um, something I wanted to share is in church on Sunday, our pastor was having a conversation and he was talking about the holidays and how, like, um, you know, so many people, and this wasn't ever my case with our families. Like I never dreaded going to either side of my families. I really enjoy both of our families, which I'm very like grateful for, but he was talking about how, like some people dread going to like their in-laws and it's like, or you dread seeing that one person For Christmas or whatever, you know? And how everybody was like, not everybody, but he was just talking about how so many people are like, oh, I want to go on the mission, a mission trip to like impact the world, or I want to go on a mission trip to like, you know, spread the love or something like that. And he was really talking about how, like, what if this year, like your holiday, your family, where you're going was your mission to like spread light and spread love and spread like piece where you're going, instead of like going into it with a perspective of like, Oh, I have to do this. I have to see these people. And I don't know if any of you like have families like that, or like even situations where you're like, Oh, I have to do this again or whatever. Um, And going into it with a different perspective of like, how can you go into it being like, I'm going to let this be my mission. Like I'm going to bring love to this person that drives me crazy that I have to see every holiday and, or the, or the aunt that always makes a comment about, he uses, he used the example of weight, you know, like you always have that aunt that maybe makes a comment on weight or something like that. He said, and I was like, okay, that's an interesting comment, but like <laughs> going into it and like sharing love versus like the opposite, yeah. the negative, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, he also gives
1: us that That makes it like a fun challenge, and then it also gives you something like in the moments where maybe like you typically would let someone maybe like drain you, or someone does do something that annoys you, or like frustrates Mm -hmm. you, or like they're bringing chaos. It's like a challenge to yourself of like bringing awareness to that and be like, okay, this is happening. I'm like choosing to come from love in this situation. And it can be like love to the other people. I like really love that. And like the spreading, mm-hmm. you know, that, but also like love to yourself, mm-hmm. you know, like maybe you just like need a minute, you know, right. or maybe you're just like inwardly, just like showing yourself some kindness and grace in that moment. And like that sustains you as well.
0: Right. Right. Cause I think so many of us in this, I took not necessarily for the holidays, but so many of us, I think, think like, oh when I get this or when I do this or when I get this job or when I go to this place, then that's going to be different. And it's like, how can we really like pour into where we are right now? And that could be a whole conversation for another day. But he also had these three questions that he said him and his spouse, his wife always have um, going into the holidays to make sure that they're on the same page. And I think this is like super important, especially if you're married, which I think most of you who are in here are like, not even you could, your, your boyfriend, whatever, like having conversations going into the holidays. So you both are on the same page. So, um, the first question was what could go wrong? So I feel like this is like a really good conversation to have. Like if you have children, because so many things could go wrong, right? Like you could get there and your child has a huge meltdown temper tantrum because he doesn't want to eat any of the food. What are you going to do? give them something, find him something else, you know, like, and that way you can kind of prepare for what could go wrong. So you're not like super flustered and it doesn't like ruin the day. You can be like, Oh, I got a plan for this. Here's a turkey sandwich or whatever, you know, like here's mac and cheese. (laughs) Or like, I feel like something we used to always do because Grayson is like a super picky eater. Like I always used to make sure like we had something that he would like because otherwise he wouldn't hardly eat anything except sugar. Um, So that was the first question. The second question was ask your spouse, what do you need from me? So like understanding what they need from you going into the holidays and also telling them what you need from them. And he gave the example of like him asking his wife, like, okay, what do you need from me tomorrow? Or what do you need from me Going through the holidays, and she was like, I need help like making all the food or like help prepping the food or help cleaning up in the kitchen so I'm not spending all day in the kitchen, you know, Mm -hmm. like or I need help like entertaining the the little kids so I can make the food I need to make to go to wherever. Or I need, you know, like Mm -hmm. and that's a good
1: one, especially with like little kids who sometimes you don't get like the quiet time otherwise, or they're just like playing to you and it's stressful right or, or like, like maybe it's that time that you like want for yourself like a mm-hmm. bubble bath like on like early afternoon Christmas I'm gonna go have a bubble bath <laughs> like right. I'm protect I'm like building that timing because I like know that I'm gonna like that like that's just like an example right but you right. were saying that other moms have been like telling you like time there's, like, no time for themselves right? right so it's like how right. can like schedule it even like yeah. protect it
0: Right. And be intentional with it and letting your spouse know that like, Hey, I'm going to need more time, or I'm going to need like one day or one hour or two hours, like of just me time. And whether it's like you go on a walk, like maybe you can't get away, but maybe you can like go on a walk or maybe you can like lock yourself in a room or whatever it is, like what it looks like for you guys, is going to be so different. But if that's something you need during the season, like the only way that people that support us are going to know is if we talk to them about it, right? Like, you, I, I wonder if we had this conversation in the relationships call where it was like, our husbands and our like significant others can't read our minds. So they're not going to know one, what phase you're at in your cycle, <laughs> two how or what you need, where you're at in your cycle, or like right. with what's going on. So it's like, letting them know that. Yeah. The other one was, what do you want? Asking your spouse, what do you want? And here's what I want. And what he used for this one was kind of funny. And she was like, I want you to not sneak away in the afternoon and pretend to take a nap for four hours. <laughs> that was her <laughs> thing. And they're like, I don't even know how old they're, they're probably in their fifties. And I like laughed at that. Cause I was like, I can totally like Nick totally does that. Like he'll like fall asleep on the couch and he can sleep with like anything happening and he'll like fall asleep (laughs) on the couch and then he'll like get up and go into our room and like nap. And I'm like, yeah. Hello. Hello.
1: But it's like communication. Yeah. It just made me laugh that even at
0: like 50, this was something where she's like, I want you to not disappear and take a nap for four hours, pretend <laughs> to take a nap for four hours or whatever. And so, like, just having that com- communication of, like, yeah, you can relax and watch football, but I also want m- me time. I also maybe want m- my time to go away and do this. Or I want you to, like, well, another one I think she said was, like, what did she say? I want, did she say, I want you to, wait on me like when they go through the food line because she was like you normally get with your brother and then it's like you and your brother lead the pack through everything and then like I get left behind with your family and like you kind of like forget about me so she's like I don't want you to like I want you to wait with me while we go through the food line and like Whatever, you know? And so like obviously they have things with their family online. That's
1: like sounds like a very specific situation. yeah it's like we all have different specific situations, right? right. And, and like these especially with family things. things. Like we have things, you know, like you have like the family members that are always late, or like the family members who always bring like a chaotic energy like a family member that like maybe just like says awkward things. Like, I don't know. Right so many different dynamics so it's like right
0: sometimes maybe like
1: it's- just anticipating those and sometimes also just like having expectations that it's not all going to be like perfect and calm and then you know because otherwise I feel like also we're setting ourselves up for <laughs> you know, frustration and resentment if we like have expectations that maybe aren't like actually realistic with like the people involved. But I think that's what right. like, healthy boundaries and like saying yes to what you want to say yes to and like you know maybe saying no sometimes to things that you don't right. Like that can be uncomfortable to do. Right. Right. Well finding like an ultimate solution it might not be a yes or a no. It might be like no to this, but how about This scenario.
0: Right. And something I remember, I don't remember who or where I I heard it from, but they always said, like, if somebody's asking you to do something and it's not like a heck yes in your body right away, ask them, like, or tell them, like, I'm going to check my calendar and I'm going to get back to you. That way, if you're somebody who, like, you can't say no, like, you have a hard time saying no to people. You're not necessarily saying no, but it also gives you space to not feel pressure to say yes in the moment. Cause you're like with that person. Right. So it's like, let me check my calendar and I'll get it back to you. And then that way you can like remove yourself and tap into yourself. Like, do I really want to do this? Is this going to like add to my plate? Is this aligned with my priorities right now? And be able to like respond in a way that makes you like how like I don't know if is like really how you want to do it yeah That's word like word, confident you know, in your decision right it gives, you a little
1: bit of, it gives you a little bit of space to figure out yeah and like right. look, maybe it, like zoom out and look at the bigger picture of what everything looks like and then pick your favorites right. or something if you are someone that doesn't want to say yes to
0: everything right because I think I mean and this is something you guys can ask yourself is like do you feel like you're somebody who you constantly say yes to things. And then, like, after you say yes, your body is like, oh, now I have to do that. Like, if that's how your response is to how you say yes, that's probably things you should say no to. <laughs> if you're constantly like, oh, yes, I'll do that for you. Oh, now I have to do that. It's another thing added to my plate. Right. Or I don't know. And like, check how your body feels when you're saying yes to things, or even like giving yourself permission to, get out of things you've said yes to if you can I don't know how that I mean it depends on the situation but I think if there's things that you have said yes to over the holidays and now you're like I really wish I didn't say yes to that are there ways for you to get out of it so it like frees up your
1: yeah your time that could could also be like having a conversation like just and just like being honest too, you know, sometimes I feel like boundary setting or like saying no is like, can be so uncomfortable and awkward, especially if we are not used to doing that. That's why I also like baby steps for these kinds of things. And just like you said, like paying attention to your body and like what you need. And then over time you can like make tweaks and implement a bit. It might even be just being honest, especially if it's like family or like people who are supportive and be like listen, I know I said yes to this, but I'm feeling really tired and like I need some downtime or I'm like, you know, I'm like really needing a day off because I've committed to so many things. Like, sorry, (laughs) I'm gonna, you know, like let's reschedule and do something after the holidays. Like, and even if you're awkward doing it, like me and that just rendition of like an example, like it's okay. Like it also doesn't have to be like a perfectly smooth combo, right? Right. But I
0: right. think that's
1: important to tap into what we need and yeah. And yeah. It, can, it can be done imperfectly.
0: Right, for sure. Um, that's all I guess I really had, right? Let
1: me see. Me too. Um I want to know from people watching, like what your traditions are and like maybe like, yeah, like what stresses come up for you or what awkward situations come up um for you, and we can even like go through it with. You in the comments or like private messages or whatever, if you don't want to put something personal um, on the page. But I think it's like an interesting. Mm -hmm.
0: interesting Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I think so many things, it's like we think we need to do them. But then if we really step back and be like, do I really need to do this though? Because I mean, so many of us probably saw our parents or our grandparents doing everything, right? And like, just asking ourselves those questions of like, and if you do want to do all the things, do all the things. But can we shift your attitude about it maybe, you know, and like instead of I'm so busy and like I'm so busy in like a negative way, like my plate is so full for the holidays and I'm so excited for it. you know, like and just changing that that tone and that attitude for it, you know, because I feel like having a full plate is a blessing and having a lot of places to go for the holidays is a blessing. Right. And we can choose like how we want to look at it and we can choose what we want to put on our plate and we can choose like our attitude going into it. So that's kind of what I want to leave you guys with. I like
1: that perspective.